Welcome to the Claim Your Space podcast. I am your host, Belinda Aramity, and I share my experiences as a multi-six-figure business owner and coach so that you too can learn how to build a business in alignment with how you want to live your life. If you're tired of hustle culture and ready to start saying yes to dreaming big and achieving even bigger, then this is the podcast for you. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the podcast. I'm really excited to be here. I know I say that all the time, but this episode in particular, I want to explain to you why I'm so excited. The reason for it is not just the content of the episode, but when I sit here, as I sit down to record, all I've been able to think is... Belinda, this episode has been brewing inside of you and this iteration of your business has been brewing inside of you for probably two years now. So I pivoted in my own business. I've alluded to this, but in different ways in previous episodes where I talk about your business is going to change and it's going to evolve and the way for you to stay in business for five years, for 10 years, for 20 years, you're going to have to accept that things are going to evolve and change. But a part of that change also involves pivoting. And I'll use the analogy that I used with a client years ago when I first came to the realization that how it is that I want to work with people is completely changing. So my story involves working with large corporations with their LinkedIn sales strategy. So I was doing these workshops. I was getting speaking engagements. I was doing everything very focused with LinkedIn. It was using my sales experience, understanding that LinkedIn was this amazing tool that people can use in order to get in front of the people that they want to do business with. And that is what I was known for. And so the analogy I used with my client at the time was, I said, I want you to picture a room and you're painting the floor. And every time you're doing something in your business, every new client, every year that passes is you painting the floors. And then, you know, you're just, you're so focused on the painting that eventually I bumped into the wall and I realized that I was building my business in a way that backed me into a corner. And in order for me to get out of the room, I was going to have to walk over this freshly painted floor and leave all of these footprints across what, you know, can only be seen as like my business legacy up until that time. And so I had to make a decision. Am I willing to quote unquote ruin all the painting work that I had done? Or I could accept that I'm stuck in this corner by my own volition because I created this brand. I created this company. This is who I've decided to be in the marketplace. And so at that point, I realized it was time to pivot. It was time for me to walk all over that floor and to be like, you know what? This is not who I am. This is not who I want to be. I don't want to be stuck in this corner, unable to get out of this room. So with that, looking back at the work that I've done in the last two years to pivot my business, looking at the clients that I've worked with in the last few years, I want to talk about the three things that you must do in order to successfully pivot your business. So the first thing is you want to map out exactly what the pivot is and why it's happening. So before you go to marketing, you start telling everyone, oh my God, this is what it is. This is who it is that I am. This is not something that I did. So this is why (laughs) I want to tell you to do this because I did this with my clients and their pivots were much more successful and took traction in the marketplace a lot more quickly than my own. So you want to map out exactly what the pivot is and why it's happening. Let's go into what I mean about that. 
So you need to make sure that the pivot is because you know how you want to be in business and not because of things happening around the business. And I think that's where some of the momentum was sucked out of the life of my own pivot. At the time when I realized that I wanted to pivot in my business, there was a lot going on in my life. I had moved from Canada to the United States. My husband had taken on a completely different career path and trajectory. Our lives were literally turned upside down because this happened during the pandemic. It was a lot. It was a lot of things happening. And so sometimes when your life is chaotic, either chaotic small or like big chaos like my own, it can make you want to change a lot of things and thinking that the things need to be changed when really you just need to change the way that you interact with said thing, right? In this case, the business. So there is a difference in needing to change the way you interact with your business and fundamentally changing what your business is at its core. So I'm going to say that again. There is a difference in needing to change the way you interact with your business and fundamentally changing how your business is at its core. So I want you to think changing how you interact with your business is taking on fewer clients or changing your hours versus if you're fundamentally changing how your business is at its core, changing your business from working with corporations, you know, flying all over the country, doing workshops versus doing and creating digital products. And so now you're not going out to corporations anymore your entire business is digital fronting and digital faced, right? Those are two very different things and they require some need, a complete pivot, an external pivot and the way it is that you show up in the marketplace. And the other one is it's completely internal and no one on the outside needs to know. So that's the first thing is you need to make sure that the pivot is happening because how you interact with the business needs to change. And it's not your life stressors that are necessitating you to change how you interact with business. Then you need to map it out, what this pivot is, clearly, concisely, and directly, okay? I say clearly, concisely, and directly because if you can't, it's any concept, if you can't deliver or explain something in a concise manner, no matter how complicated it is, you don't understand it deeply enough to be able to explain it to someone else. So some ways that will help you map out exactly what the pivot is and why it's happening is what is the pivot, right? So are you going from workshops to working with people individually? Are you working from working with people individually to being a course business? Are you moving from being digital to doing everything in person now and instead doing in-person events and workshops and things like that? What is the pivot? Is it you working with a completely different subset of the population? Then I want you to ask yourself, why are you pivoting? Okay. Is it the nature of your work? Is it who it is that you're working with? Whatever it is, why are you pivoting? Why are you pivoting now? Right? Why is it that it is necessary for you to pivot today and not in 12 months from now or 36 months from now? Why is it that you need to pivot now? And this question is great because it can maybe help take things off of your plate. So you're like, I do want to pivot, but it doesn't have to happen right now. There isn't that burning desire for it to happen right now. When I figured this out two years ago, it was necessary for me to make the pivot right then and there. The next question, who are you working with in this pivot? So a lot of times when we pivot in our business, who it is that we work with changes. But in the case with a lot of my clients, who it is that they work with doesn't change at all. It's just fundamentally how the business is forward facing 
that is the undertaking. That is where the deep work is happening. So it's, I love who I'm working with, but the way in which I'm working with people isn't working for me. And that is where the pivot is coming in. And then how will things be moving forward? So you need to think, okay, structurally, how are things changing? Like the internal processes and systems, how are things going to be moving forward from a marketing and sales perspective? How are things going to be moving forward? What can stay the same? Because a lot of things will be able to stay the same in the business because you're not necessarily changing. It's the business that is changing. So last question, how will things be moving forward? The second thing that you must do in order to be successful in pivoting your business is create a story around it. So I always tell people that the glory is in your story. And ultimately, it's stories that sell. It's the story that pulls people in and, you know, makes them feel connected to what is happening and the velocity of what is happening around them. How do you plan to explain this to people? Not that you owe an explanation, but I want you to think of when I say, how do you explain this to people is how do you help people understand that while they know you for X moving forward, they now need to see you as Y. And that's where the storytelling and the glory in the story really comes in because it helps people get an understanding of, okay, so I understand you as the LinkedIn person, or I understand you as someone who's worked for Coca-Cola, but now I need to understand you as someone who can actually help me or someone that I know with finances. And you really help people seal the deal and understand, appreciate that when you are telling it as a story and creating a story around it. That's a little bit of sales psychology for you. In creating the story around it, you can talk about how it is that you got here and why it is that you're making the change. Because in sharing this part of your journey and who you are, it is allowing people to fall in love with you and to see also probably a little bit of themselves in your story. So while they may not be able to understand because they're not an entrepreneur and more likely than not, you don't work with entrepreneurs, but they understand the story of change. They understand the feeling of discomfort, the feeling of this isn't right and I need to make a change in order for me to feel like myself or to feel like who I'm gonna be for the next five years this is the version that I want to be. This is the vision that I have. Sometimes I think people get really worked up in the details of things. And a lot of times it's not the details themselves that matter. It's the overarching story that pulls people in and helps bring understanding. So create a story around this pivot. The last thing that you need to do in order to have a successful pivot in your business is create momentum around it. Now, there are two ways that you need to create momentum. You need external momentum, but then you also need internal momentum. Let's start with working on the inside, that internal momentum. So I want you to ask yourself, I want you to journal about this. And this is probably a really good exercise to do when you're mapping out exactly what the pivot is and why it's happening is ask yourself, why are you excited about this? Why are you excited to finally unleash a new way for you to work with your clients, a new way for people to work with you, for people to learn from you, for people to experience you? So really explain to yourself why this is exciting. How is this going to impact your business and how is it going to impact your life in just the best, most aligned ways possible? 
And another thing that I want you to ask yourself is what will this unlock for you in your life and in your business? Now, when I asked myself this question, because pivoting was really, really uncomfortable for me, and it was not something that people were doing a lot at that time. I think that people are a little more comfortable with pivoting in their career or in their business. But at the time, just a few years ago, like at least what I was experiencing in the world, you had to be ballsy as heck to pivot or to change, especially as an entrepreneur. But for me, what was one of the things that pivoting was unlocking and that made me know that this change has to happen, regardless of how much comfort I have over here. For me, pivoting was a different kind of comfort. Comfort in terms of like internal peace, right? It was internal peace in terms of the kind of things that I was talking about. I felt very limited in the way I was doing business before. I felt like there were so many other things that I wanted to talk about or how it is that I wanted to show up online, but everything had to be tied back to me being a quote unquote LinkedIn guru or a LinkedIn influencer or someone who knew LinkedIn, whatever you want to call it. I felt limited with who it was that I could serve and how it was that I was working with them. And my entire pivot was I was looking at my business and looking at how I was working with my clients and looking at what was giving me joy and excitement. And I just felt like I was in such a, I had such a limited capacity or way that I could work with my clients and I wanted it to be more expansive. And so that kind of comfort is what I wanted. And I knew that I could replicate the comfort that I had in my business in focusing on LinkedIn by focusing and showing up in a different way. So that's the internal momentum. Now, the external momentum is related to how it is that you're showing up. Like, I want you to think sales and marketing. So we've got social media on your website, okay? You're gonna update your bios. You're going to maybe take some new branding photos if necessary. I think it's funny because as I think about, you know, making, doing some new branding photos for myself in the next couple of months here, I think branding photos are really, really important. And so whether you pay someone to do them or you go out with your camera and a tripod or a friend or, you know, a loved one and say, hey, take some pictures, But it's that outward look and that outward feel that people have, you know, when it comes to how it is that they see, because that visual branding is very important. It's how people take and make cues of who you are and how they should receive you. And then ultimately your messaging and how it is that you show up. What's interesting about pivots is sometimes, so as I mentioned before, LinkedIn has been my primary platform for the entirety of my business. I have so much love and appreciation for LinkedIn. But as I have pivoted my business and as I have taken a stronghold into this is who I am, being on LinkedIn isn't necessarily the most important platform for me, the most important way that I connect with future clients. So, you know, that's why it is really important to do that external audit of, is my website speaking to the new people that I wanna speak to? or in the new way that I want to speak to them and letting them know the new ways in which they can work with me? Are my bios expressing this new momentum and excitement and direction that I am going? And just making sure that you're ticking all the boxes so that no matter where people meet you, the last thing you want is you make this internal shift about this is who I am, this is how my business is, and then you get slapped in the face because you forgot to update TikTok. (laughs) And you forgot to tell people, oh yeah, no, I don't work that way. You want to make that shift You want to make sure that there are certain things that are anchored. Now, of course, there are other things that you need to do when it comes to your pivot. You need to think about how it is that you can transition, you know, your existing clients, how you can 
do all of that work, that is a conversation for another episode. But for now, and for this episode, those are the three things that you really have to do in order to successfully pivot your business. You need to map out exactly what the pivot is and why it's happening. You need to create a story around it and you need to create both internal and external momentum around the pivot as well. I'm really excited because with this episode, I get to announce that in the next few weeks, I'm still working out the finer details, we will be launching Pivot, a brand new group coaching program for any entrepreneur that is looking to pivot in their business. You'll have to wait until another episode to hear why it is that this is a really, really funny story because I was not supposed to be launching Pivot. I was supposed to be launching Grow. If you are a regular listener of this podcast, you will have heard me mention it at least three times in the last few weeks. But I have decided that a shift needs to happen and I need to give myself permission in order for myself to be able to do that. I think in business, especially as an entrepreneur, sometimes we fall into old habits of looking for the world or looking for the universe to give us permission in order to do things. And at the end of the day, the reason why so many people choose to be an entrepreneur is because you get to call the shots. And really the only person that you need to look for permission from in order to do things is yourself. And I think that a lot of times we do give ourselves permission to make a change, but we have to not just give ourselves the mental permission to give the change, but also to back up that mental permission with action and to not as to use the fear and the anxious energy that we feel internally as a way to confront the challenge that is often presented with change. Nervousness and anxiousness, we can use it to our benefit if we so choose. And while it made me very nervous and very anxious to make the decision that no, I'm going to pull grow from the lineup for October, November, 2023. Um, it made me very anxious. I chose instead of using that anxious feeling to feel fearful and to worry and to move in a way that wasn't true to what it is that I wanted to do, I instead decided to use that energy to create this episode and to map out something that was more aligned for myself so that I can show up fully and holistically for my clients, all of them who will be joining Pivot. So you can find a sign up link down in the show notes if you're interested and want to find out some information about Pivot. And in the next episode, stay tuned because I will have more announcements in relation to that. I also recently updated the direct message templates that I have. So before they were LinkedIn focused, now they are social media focused. I've got some sales psychology in there. I am really, really proud of the work that came about. So you can find the free download link below as well. Those are really, really great. And so if reaching out to people via direct message has been something that makes you feel really uncomfortable, you can find those updated templates below as well. And I guess that's it for now. So as always, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Thank you so much for your time. And until next time, I'll talk to you later. Bye.